So there's two brothers in America, Seth and Scott Perkins. They've got a, a company together called the Bearded Butchers. So they, they create all these different products yeah. and meat products and things that you can order online. And yeah, yeah. they're sold all uh, across a lot of states in America. They told Fox News recently that they believe in aliens and they believe aliens are interfering with ca- cattle. And they think they've got evidence for it. So you know the way people say they... You know, they see mutilations and things yeah, yeah. to cattle and to livestock, and they think it's done by, by aliens. Uh, the two uh, brothers' uh, products are on sale throughout America, and Tucker Carlson for Fox News met them during filming for a documentary series called Tucker Carlson's Originals. They told Carlson that livestock mutilation of this type they've witnessed could only be done by expert surgical equipment and by someone or something who knew what they were doing, and they hypothesized... Uh, that it must have been done by aliens. If it's true, the prevailing theory seems to be that uh, it's some sort of extraterrestrial activity, Scott said, uh, as he gave evidence for the mutilation to cattle in New Mexico. When asked if he agreed that extraterrestrials were involved, Seth added, I don't think a human would do the extra work to uh, perform these tasks. Why would you? You see, animal mutilations. Yes. It's a topic that's quite fascinating. I, I, I did sort of almost toy of it as a subject for weirdly enough. It's a bit strange. Uh, to well, to the whole topic, it's, isn't it? It's not. It's, the strange isn't the, the, the problematic part because the whole sort of raison d'etre is to be weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's not that it's weird. I mean, weird, we can have loads of weird. The weirder yeah, the better. Uh-huh. It's the gruesomeness of it. Yes. Yeah, so, because yeah, that's what I mean. yeah. the problem is we are trying to. You see, this podcast, right? We're trying to keep it light. Well, it's a bit like an <laughs> elaborate ballet. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. Do you ever remember? I, I know this is me going off in one, but there is a point to this that you will understand, right? German that track "Forever Young" by that German band in the eighties. Yes. Uh-huh. Forever young. You know the yeah. that one. Better not sing much of it, or we'll get done for copyright. I know, you say between copyright and being cancelled and all the rest <laughs> of it, it's just too much. But I, And then, yeah, and, and I couldn't even get the name of Cicada right, so I, that was going well. Yeah. But anyway, there's a line in it where it says, some are the melody and some are the, be- are the beat, you know, in life. Yes, okay. People, some are the melody and some are the beat. <laughs> so basically, this podcast is... It's kind of an elaborate dance. Okay. Because I think you provide the, the whimsy. Where, and, where are we going with this? And I provide, you know, the kind of weirdness, if that yeah, makes any okay. sense, you know. Uh, that's where we're going with us. But okay. I, in fact, I'm, I'm just wandering off on a tangent. But it's an interesting topic about mate lotions, but it's a, kind of a bit too dark for what we do. Yes. If you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Um, though there is, there, I was watching an interesting documentary by a guy called Richard D. Hall. Okay. And um, he was presenting different ideas about that. Yeah. Because it might not be aliens. Some people think it could be, you know, like the government. That's like sort of what they call psyops, the kind of yeah. uh-huh. mess of people's heads, etc. You know? It's the government. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He was looking at that in, like, you know, Derbyshire. Because apparently there's like parts of Derbyshire that are notorious for notorious. that. Hmm. Or maybe there's just somebody that's really good at doing mutilations and making it like aliens. It's pretty gruesome, some of the stuff, you know. Yeah, it's sort of turning you, to be honest, like, you know. Well, I know Easter's over, but did you get any eggs? Not a single one. No, I didn't. I got, I got a very small chocolate bunny off a lady from Lorne. 
Hello, <laughs> lady from Lorne. That was a bit as exciting as uh, it, was, uh, it was nice, but it was just very small. Uh, I got a packet of uh, mini eggs from a chap that works for Allied Foods. There you go. No, sorry, I was just trying to make it sound very Al- even more <laughs> Alan Partridge. Was that yours. kind of a bit of an Alan Partridge moment there? A lady from Lorne. Uh, well, most people dive straight into their eggs on Sunday. However, for one 13-year-old girl in 1960, she thought she'd hold on to the egg for a bit. Helen Fern is now 75, but still remembers the day she was given the egg, which is, was still in, which is still intact in its cellophane packaging to this day. She first thought she'd keep the chocolate delight until Whitson. When is Whitson, is it? I think it's... I'm thinking May sometime. Okay. But then decided to keep it until Christmas, but just never got around to eating it. Uh, it's turned a bit... Uh, it's turned a bit into a bit of a challenge to see how long she could hold out and hasn't eaten any to this day. I'm not sure you'd want to eat any now, though. You should see the state mm. of it. There's pictures of it online. It's still the packaging to this day. It's turned a bit weird, brown colour, and the yellow candy flowers that were on it have faded a bit. To preserve the uh, chocolate antique, Hillian pays... Uh, 80 pounds per month to keep it in cold storage. I should not heard of like a freezer. It's just one of those real bizarre things. Like, you know, when people like do stuff like that, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's strange. Uh, and my birthday's passed recently, and it's that age old problem. What do you buy a 40 something guy? But Len very kindly bought me a bottle of whiskey. Was that uh, all right? That was, that was very good. Yes, I'm yeah. still enjoying it, which uh, was great. However, what do you buy a Hollywood star who has just about everything? That's the conundrum for Ryan Reynolds when he started to search for a gift for his buddy. And it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Co- uh, creator Rob McElhenney. McElhenney and Ry- uh, Reynolds are those two guys that about a year ago they bought Wrexham Football Club. Do you remember that? I don't actually recall that. Yeah, they, uh, I don't know whether they did it for a bet, but they bought one of the world's oldest football clubs. Uh, Reynolds... Uh, looks like he's found his mate the perfect gift uh, and it's a commemorative urinal at, at the Wrexham football ground right which is called the race course I think yeah. a small unveiling ceremony took place where a ribbon was cut the urinal uh, has a wall plaque with the inscription this urinal is dedicated to Robert Robert McElhenney on his birthday 14th of April or April 14th as the Americans would say during the ceremony of the world's oldest stadium, Reynolds delivered an emotional speech saying that today we commemorate a man, not just any man, Mr. Co-Chairman Robert Lucinda McElhenney with this memorial urinal. Interesting. Yeah. There you are. That's, uh, that's one idea of a gift anyway. And a thief uh, must, this thief must have had very big trousers. Darren Durant was apprehended after stealing a crossbow by sticking it down his trousers uh, at a store in Florida back in February. Yeah. Uh, CCTV image shows Darren uh, walking into a shop with a crutch before using a cutting tool to remove uh, a security tag on the weapon and then making his escape. He managed to get out of the shop with a large crossbow down his trousers and was only arrested a few days later. He's now uh, currently in custody, uh, awaiting trial on unrelated burglary charges. There you go. He's a naughty yeah. lad. Yes. With very large trousers. Very large them. trousers, yes. I hope they don't fall down in prison. That would be no good for him at all. <laughs> That's quite a dark one to end on. <laughs> wait, 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 for a light-hearted podcast, would I go quite dark? Well, 
That's that's what uh, that's what they all keep coming back for. You know? <laughs> uh, do uh, like and subscribe to us. We're on uh, anywhere you get your podcast. We also have a channel on YouTube. Just search for Weirdly Enough on YouTube. I like listening to us on Podbean. Podbean. Podbean, yeah. Podbean, there you are. You can find out all the different uh, platforms that we're on by visiting our website, which is weirdlyenough.com. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.